So after the first competition that I won, um, you know, uh, reaching out to one of the judges and he had some great advice and, and continued to work with them and, and Joe introduced me to a lot of more resources from CVEP as well. I knew going into that next presentation it didn't even matter if I won or not. Having these individuals behind me now and understanding what my vision is and, and allowing me to um, uh, build on that and, and, and grow that. That was that was the, that was the prize. Seriously, I mean, the the, the money obviously is going to be great, but I needed that knowledge. I needed that education. Yeah. That's Bear Simerson, co-founder of Palm Desert-based 3C Health, and the first technology entrepreneur from the Greater Palm Springs area to come in first at the fourth annual Riverside County Fast Pitch. We're joined by CVEP's VP of Innovation, Laura James, who explains how to enter the competition for prizes of $5,000 to $10,000. I'm Ken Allen, Managing Editor of The Public Record, and if you're a fan of the TV show Shark Tank, you won't want to miss this episode of The Public Record Podcast. Bear won a couple of things. The first thing that he won was Fast Pitch Greater Palm Springs, the fourth annual, um, and that qualified him to move on to the Riverside County Fast Pitch, where he also won, tying for first place there. And Fast Pitch is sort of like uh, Shark Tank on television, right? Yes, it okay. is not a baseball competition. <laughs> it is more like Shark Tank than uh, anything else. And maybe we should explain what Shark Tank is, because maybe not everybody watches that show. So why don't you tell us what that's some about? People, some people haven't seen that show either. So it's a competition for entrepreneurs. They get up, they have, depending on the competition, you know, either anywhere from 30 seconds to I've seen up to five minutes to pitch their idea. And really what they're trying to do is get people usually interested in investing in their idea. Um, in this case, the first competition was not about getting an investment. It was just about making it to that second level. And then at the second level, Bear took home $7,500. Wow. And the people that he was pitching to were, in fact, investors. So there's always the opportunity to develop relationships then with the judges and hopefully turn those into investments somewhere down the line. Now, what is the relationship between CVEP and the County of Riverside? Well, we work together. The County of Riverside sits on our board of directors, and we partner really closely each year on this uh, innovation month during the month of April, the fast pitch being sort of the number one event, the pinnacle event of that month each year, um, and working together throughout the year really on any number of different events. You know, we're partnering up to do a job fair here in the next month or so because there are so many people who are seeking employees rather than the other way around right now. Um, so we work together on all sorts of different things, but Innovation Month is probably the biggest thing that we do together each year. Now, before we get into Bear's winning pitch, what were some of the other contenders? Uh, we had a couple of other companies from the Palm Springs iHub, which is a program that CVEP manages, who were pitching. Um, and we took competitors this year in two different categories. There were people who had products or services that were not necessarily technology innovations. Um, and so we had um, a company called QuickTarp that is located on our facilities here in Palm Springs. They make these really cool high-speed truck bed covers. Uh, they've got contracts with like the Forest Service and it's a really great product. So it keeps, you know, when you see a landscaper truck driving down the road and stuff is spilling out all over the place, 
this contains stuff perfectly. It doesn't matter if things are raised up over the edge of the truck bed. They're very, very custom fitted, high quality products made here in Palm Springs, family, assembled family here. Family owned and operated, fully family. It was awesome. Absolutely. Awesome story, yeah. And you can tell because Bear's interjecting here that the con contestants at these events tend to get to know one another oh, yeah. and talk about their innovations, yeah. which is one of the other neat parts of yeah. it. Um, one of the other iHub client companies that pitched was a company called eTags. They have a, a medical device of sorts, although um, it doesn't treat anything, but it's really a code that you can wear kind of like a oh the old um, medical ID bracelets of the past that just would be engraved with you know, somebody's phone number or, you know, I'm allergic to penicillin or whatever. Um, this has a code that you scan with the QR reader on your, cone, on your phone, which the QR reader on your phone is really just the camera. So basically everybody's got one of these. So, you know, when my husband is out cycling, he has one of these e-tags that he wears. So if something should happen to him, you know, and on the roads out here, you just never know. Um, anyone who responds, whether they're in the medical profession or not, could could see this this tag on him, scan it, pull up any emergency information. It will geolocate him. It will call me. They'll, they'll be provided with my contact information. So it's a really neat device for you know adventure people, uh, people who hike, cycle, run. My son always also wears one because he's a runner, um, and also for anyone who can't really communicate for themselves, whether they're injured or they have some other cognitive processing problem, um, this device kind of speaks for them when it's really important. Now, I know a lot of entrepreneurs are sitting listening to this saying, hmm, that sounds interesting, but are there scary people on the panel like on Shark Tank or like Simon on America's Got Talent? That's one of the things that I tell everybody coming to this competition. I'm sure I told you this, Bear, that this is a really good, friendly place to start. Because if you are an entrepreneur and you do hope to go pitch somewhere and get investment someday, you're going to be pitching to some pretty scary people. And they are going to run you right out of the door if they're not interested in what you're selling. Um, our judges aren't there to do that to you. They deliberately ask questions to make you think, get you thinking, and to, you know, to get the information out of you. But also, I've heard from every contestant that the questions they got from the judges actually helped them refine their ideas and their business plans, you know, starting the very next day when they got up in the morning and went back to work. So our judges are not there to be scary and frightening. They are truly there to help the competitors refine their ideas and improve them. How about that, Bear? Is she telling the truth there? She's, uh, no comment. No. <laughs> um, no, she's absolutely right. I mean, in a lot of the questions that that they posed even on the spot you it changed your thinking even right then and there the way they the way they make you kind of make you want to think thoroughly about your business um think thoroughly about the financials think thoroughly about the performance so when you um when you project whatever current financials you may have you know the judges may be um uh, very nice about their questions, but they're very educated and very knowledgeable about finance, finances and performance. So when they look at it, if even in the little, because we only had five minutes, so that slide may have been up for maybe 45 seconds. Even in that little time frame, they scanned through it all and saw different in, uh, discrepancies in that information and immediately asked you, you know, what about this, this, and this? And so for nothing else, I think as an entrepreneur, um, you know, we have to go through these 
um, these competitions. We have to go through these, uh, any, any opportunity for us to um, explain our idea. And, and because what happens, I think, in, in the behind the scenes is it forces us to uh, work in depth to develop that idea in order to present it to an audience. You know, how, if you if you succeed or if you fail, we have to keep doing that. It's just a never-ending process of refining and refining. Now, in Shark Tank, the panelists are using their own money, presumably. That's not the case here. That is not the case here, no. <laughs> the um, We didn't offer any cash prizes at our local competition, although we did get some uh, prizes donated that were specifically designed to be useful to an entrepreneur. So we, you know, we could have given out Starbucks gift cards or something. No offense to Starbucks because that would also probably be useful to an entrepreneur. Yes. Uh, we all need caffeine. Yes. But um, we were able to contribute through donations $500 worth of agency services from our partners at Hunter Johnson. And so that might mean a logo design. It could sure. mean helping with a pitch deck, you know, any number of things, public relations assistance. So it's it's some it was a small gesture, you know, uh, but certainly something that is useful to a company. And, you know, startup companies never want to spend money on marketing. We find that to be true all the time. Then the prize money at the Riverside County fast pitch finale was sort of crowdsourced from all around the county. Um, everyone from chambers of commerce to government entities, cities, um, CVEP, we all pool together to, to come up and fundraise that prize, prize yeah, money. Yeah, prize money. <laughs> okay. Yes. So uh, entrepreneurs are listening to you and saying, okay, sounds good. Walk me through the process. How did you find out about it and take us through rather quickly how you got to the presenting stage? Yeah, it was interesting because um, uh, Laura was just talking about the the deadline to submit and, um, you know, trying to get there ahead of time. I had I had I came across CVEP and iHub a few years before this competition, and because um, I was looking for those resources as an entrepreneur, you know, you, you have that idea, but you need the uh, business education to help you uh, work through that idea. And so when I reached out to Laura, it was it was I was awesome. Shoot her and. Um, um, Joe were very helpful in, in their thoughts. And, and I remember the uh, competition that came up that year, a couple years ago. She's like, you'd be great for it. And I was like, you know, honestly, I don't think I'm there. I was like, I don't want to, you know, I, I appreciate the opportunity, but I just wasn't there. I didn't, I, I had an idea, but I just didn't know what it was yet. And then a couple of years later, I'm, I'm driving down Cook uh, past their new location. I see iHub and CVEP and I'm like, I wonder what they're doing. Because the business now we had gained some traction. And I looked on the website, and the first thing that popped up was this Innovation Month uh, uh, competition, and the the, the uh, application was due in like two days. And I'm like, uh oh, I gotta I gotta try. You know what I mean? I gotta try. Let's see what happens. And so um, yeah, I, I applied, and and Laura uh, sent me the thing. You've been you've been chosen, and I was shocked. I was completely shocked. Then you were really scared. I was I was because then <laughs> then she told me after that she said, great, you've been chosen. And you uh, present next week. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> great, great. All right. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all. So, um, you know, really then, you know, like I said, but that in that moment, you know, I want to say that it was a point where I was um, slowing down and I was getting to a point where I was like, well, you know, do I need to pivot? Do I need to rethink the way I'm marketing, the way I'm communicating to potential clients? Am I not doing enough marketing, whatever? And it was just that little bit of um, motivation and inspiration, I think, for me, because 
once again, it got me back motivated to begin to present to this panel, which then, you know, allowed me to dig deep back into what my idea was again. And then actually going to the competition and hearing that feedback and um, gaining the contacts from just that presentation, I tell Laura all the time, was much more beneficial to myself, my business, and the growth of the business than, than the prize money ever was. So after the first competition that I won, um, you know, um, reaching out to one of the judges and he had some great advice and, and continued to work with them and, and Joe introduced me to a lot more resources from CVEP as well. I knew going into that next presentation, it didn't even matter if I won or not. Having these individuals behind me now and understanding what my vision is and, and allowing me to um, uh, build on that and, and, and grow that, that was, that, was the, that was the prize, seriously. I mean, the, the, the money obviously is gonna be great, but I needed that knowledge. I needed that education, yeah. So then I think the money allows me to legally build the company, incorporate, get you know my team together, understand what the vesting schedule is between that team. It just gives us that opportunity to get serious. Our software is the infrastructure or the foundation for care coordination to be administered in the home. So we connect to the various resources, somewhat like Uber would connect just drivers to passengers. We connect care providers to facilitate that care within the patient's home. Hmm, so it's Uber for healthcare, in-home healthcare. Exactly. Is that exactly. a quick way to summarize yes, it? Yes, yes. So Laura, tell us how to decide if this is something that you should look into. For example, we talked about Hunter Johnson, which is a local PR firm here. If uh, someone was starting a PR firm in their uh, living room and just had a few clients in a one-person shop, would they be a candidate for something like Fast Pitch, or is that more like something you're going to manufacture or software or something of that nature? Yeah, probably probably a firm or an agency would not be the type of client that we would look for. We're looking for, and, and we may next year even eliminate the product and service category altogether. That, of course, you know, next year is a little bit far away at this point. But um, there was some confusion because we weren't able, per the county's guidelines, we were not able to send anyone who just had a great manufacturing process forward to the county level finale. Mm -hmm. So the company that I mentioned earlier, QuickTarp, who makes these great truck bed covers, they're truly an innovative company. They're doing something that really nobody else is doing, but they weren't eligible to go on to the next level because they were not technology-based. And that's just the way the county rules were written, and I was one of the people who helped write them. And we did that kind of for a deliberate reason, because we're trying to highlight the fact that Riverside County, even though it's not necessarily the first place that people think of, for technology innovation, it really is a region where things are happening in that space. So we're looking really for companies that are scalable and investable and technology-based. Those were the three criteria that we used for companies that were able to proceed to the finale this year. And I think that that was a, a reasonable set of criteria. It's broad enough to to narrow it down, but without, you know, unnecessarily eliminating people. Is it part of the qualification something that can stay in the county? Well, that they have to currently have some sort of presence in the county in order to participate. But part of the reason that we do this competition is exactly that, to get them to stay in the county. Because otherwise, people like Bear, where would they be looking for, for investment? Silicon Valley. And as soon as you get money from outside of the area, 
the people who gave you money want you to be closer to them. So we are trying to facilitate a bigger ecosystem of investment happening here locally so that companies like this can stay here. Now I'm going to put you on the spot, Bear. What does your business look like 10 years from now operating here or somewhere in Riverside County, preferably in the Coachella Valley? The technology that we are looking at um, it's the underlining technology of Bitcoin, which is blockchain. This technology is, is, is truly, 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 truly revolutionary. I mean, I can't stress that anymore. And, and implementing it in healthcare, as we've seen it disrupt uh, financial, um, is going to be incredible. I mean, it's going to change so many different factors of the industry, even down, you know, especially with costs, but it's going to reshape careers in that industry as well, you know, care coordinators and referral care, referral management coordinators, um, eligibility specialists, all these different elements will be automated. They will be direct to payer, direct from payer to p provider to patient. They're, you know, all that's where the, the majority of costs in healthcare reside is in the administrative costs. It's in all the paperwork. And then it's because there's so much paperwork, this means there's so many mistakes. And because there's so many mistakes, now they got to do paperwork again. And it's just that never ending cycle. And in between that cycle, patients are suffering. Patients are dying. I mean, in 10 years is, you know, if it continues on that track, I mean, we're going to see amazing things, amazing things. So you'll have the scale of Uber or Lyft in 10 years I mean, or maybe a, less on a global level yeah yeah i mean because of because of the tech and i think that's to uh, laura's point as far as technology and it being scalable that's a beautiful thing about technology and and to 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 combine that with healthcare um to serve those less fortunate or unable to access that healthcare, um i think is is, is going to be most important and when you're having that 10-year anniversary party, will you remember Laura? <laughs> will she get an invitation? Laura, no. I mean, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. CVAP, in this, I'm saying, in this moment with this competition, I, I joke with her all the time when I had first uh, applied for the competition. I was like, you know, she's like, you got accepted. I'm like, oh, great. You know, and so I'm like, okay, this is like a cute little, you know, competition that local, locally they do. And I won, and then I go to the next one, and then I win that one, and then just the phone calls that I got after that from hospitals, huge hospitals, and then um, uh, resources, of course, but then the press behind that as well. I called her. I'm like, you did not tell me that this was this big. I mean, it was it was a game changer for my company. It was awesome. So, so grateful. So grateful. Now, did you get the Hunter Johnson Prize with it? I did. So and were they helpful with the press and equally, all that? Like okay. they, they, we started to work on our, our PR campaign, and they are the ones that introduced me to, to Kaiser as well. So I mean, everything stemming out of this <laughs> this competition, honestly, has been has been very very cool. Now, how much did he have to pay CVEP for your help? Yeah, zero dollars <laughs> and zero cents. I, I wanted to get that in yes. because that's that's yes. uh, um, important to know. Yes. It is important. We are a nonprofit organization. Uh, we are funded by some of the municipalities here in the Coachella Valley and through a number of other private entities, banks, hospitals, things like that. Um, and we offer all of these services to free for the purpose of diversifying the local economy. So, you know, we're very um, tourism, hospitality-based here, and we're trying to get more people like Bear Simerson to build technology businesses, other types of innovative businesses, anything that's outside of hospitality, really. And healthcare is one of our targets, and that's, you know, always something that we've we've got a number of other healthcare people within our IHUB program. So 
it's, uh, you know, we just want more guys like this. And there's no fee for them to enter the contest no. of that, any kind like no. that. And you have other resources here. Like if they, you mean, you know, even if they, if you have other things that they can offer or they can benefit from you guys. That's right. You know, we, the one thing that we don't have that everybody wishes we did was a fund of our own. We do not have money to give to people, but we are really good at helping get people prepared yes. to pitch to investors excellent at helping people identify their true markets. A lot of times people come in and they've got a really laser focused idea of who they think they're going to sell their widget to, and they're they're 180 degrees off. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're really good at helping people sort of figure out how to get their pro products to market and to the right market. Because a lot of times you're aiming just at the wrong target. And as soon as you start aiming in the right direction, things usually start going pretty well. So where can people get more information and some of this free help? They should go to our website, cvep.com. That's C-V-E-P, like Coachella Valley Economic Partnership.com. There's a contact form right on our website that they can sign up and tell us what kind of help they want. There's a place where they can sign up for our newsletter. I write those myself. I do not blast out, you know, two things a day to fill up your inbox. I keep it, you know, pretty low key, a couple times a month. Um, but we will keep you up to date on things like the Fast Pitch and other events for entrepreneurs that are coming up. So it's really the best way to stay informed. And you'll find all kinds of neat data, information, and other, other interesting stuff there. Bear, any final thoughts you want to share? No, I, I'm grateful, grateful excited for the future. Well, good luck to you, and we'll be looking forward to bigger and better things yes. for you in the future. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. My guests have been Entrepreneur Bear Simerson and CVEP's VP of Innovation, Laura James. I'm Ken Allen, Managing Editor of The Public Record. Thanks for listening, and be sure to click the subscribe button.